Idiots on Parade official podcast, one of the bonus podcasts that uh, mentioned in the past. Jake will have some. I will have some. When Jake gets around to recording one, he will send it my way. I will post it. But for right now, just have another little bonus podcast. Me, some of my thoughts. This involves uh, Charlottesville. And the title of this piece, it's something I posted on my blog, went to Huffington Post, and now I will read it for people that don't like to read, or maybe you listen to this while you're driving. The point of this, as I said, it's a follow-up to Charlottesville, and the title is, Why the Status Quo is More Frightening Than American Nazis. Here we go. Racism in America is nothing new. American Nazis have existed since the end of World War II, and the popularity of the KKK ebbs and flows, but it too is a constant in American history. Now, David Duke was on prominent display in Charlottesville, but you have to remember, he's been pushing an agenda of hate for over 30 years, and he was once an elected official in the Louisiana House of Representatives. So, while racism is an unfortunate fixture in America, it is something we actually haven't seen so openly and brazenly for a while. That said, their numbers are still small. Yes, the amount of hate groups has risen dramatically in the past few years, specifically because some folks felt threatened by a president who is articulate, intelligent, and black. But to achieve hundreds of protesters in Virginia, hate groups had to draw from all over the country. In a nation of 330 million people, the percentage of actual white supremacists is still relatively small. Let's be clear about that. So what worries me are the people who turn a blind eye to evil. In the days before election 2016, my wife canvassed for Hillary Clinton. She was given a list of registered Democrats and told, knock on doors and get out the vote. Unfortunately, she discovered that some of those registered Democrats were sitting out 2016. Now, they couldn't bring themselves to vote for the baby-handed misogynist who advocated violence against non-whites and non-Christians, but they also couldn't vote for a woman they just didn't like. Given the recent events in Charlottesville, it's almost absurd to think back to last November and recall why Hillary was so unpopular. I mean, her emails, Benghazi, her demeanor, she's just off-putting. She handily won all three debates, that's not in question. But polling showed she was only better than Trump when standing right next to him. Within days of each debate, a collective amnesia overcame people and they returned right back to, yeah, but I just don't like her. Alongside apathetic Democrats were the, quote, intellectually superior fart sniffers who backed third-party candidates. Sure, Jill Stein pandered to the fringe by claiming, quote, we should not be subjecting kids' brains to Wi-Fi, but hey, she wasn't Hillary. That alone made her good enough for hundreds of thousands of voters. Gary Johnson pops up every four years on the Libertarian ticket, but even his running mate, Governor Bill Weld, was telling folks to choose Hillary by the end of the campaign. Libertarians didn't because Libertarian is the battle cry of the selfish doing something for the collective isn't exactly in their DNA. Continuing, there were the Eric Cartman Bernie bots who didn't get their way, so they grabbed their votes and went, screw you guys, I'm going home. And finally, there was the Republican base, people who say they're not racist, but they still listen to Donald Trump spew both lies, like drain the swamp, Mm -hmm. yeah, he was really going to do that, 
And they listen to him spew hate-filled truths like ban Muslims and deport Mexicans. Yeah, he's sticking to those uh, campaign promises. The thing is, they voted for him anyway. And when I put all those people together, everyone I just listed scares me. They saw Donald Trump in all his glory and either voted for him in order to toe the party line or they didn't vote at all. And I say the blood spilled in Charlottesville is on their hands. They are to blame, maybe even more so than the actual Nazis. I mean, why do I say that? Because the Nazis got what they wanted. They got Trump. They got chaos. They got violence. Charlottesville isn't a loss for them. It's a win. They are literally just Nazis being Nazis. Their behavior cannot surprise us because violence and hatred is what Nazis do. They're human garbage. So I look at Charlottesville as an ugly incident, but in some ways a necessary one. I believe it is good to bring problems into the light. It is the only way to identify and overcome them. Before Donald Trump, there were a lot of ignorant people out there saying, well, look, we have a black president. I mean, racism has to be over. That lie has been exposed in the most tragic of ways. The question that remains is, will we do anything about it? Will registered Republicans vote Republican just because that's the way they've always voted? They have to have an R on the ballot? Will Democrats be swayed by their feelings and emotions and pout if they don't get their way instead of being forward-thinking? 47% of eligible voters sat on their hands in 2016. They didn't like either candidate enough to make what was a clear and easy decision. Madman versus I don't like her. They figured it didn't matter who sat in the Oval Office. And I wonder if they see what their indifference has created. We can fight hate using education and empathy, raising children to be better than the evil we saw on display in Virginia. Unfortunately, America isn't ruled by education and empathy. It's ruled by apathy and ignorance. Apathy stays home from the voting booth, while ignorance makes statements like, Trump's not a white supremacist. He, he had an African-American friend. Samantha Bloom said that. Do you know who Samantha Bloom is? She's the mother of James Alex Fields Jr., the white supremacist who drove his car into anti-Nazi protesters in Charlottesville. James Alex Fields Jr. is the murderer who took Heather Hare away from her friends and family and injured 19 other people. That's the kind of ignorance we're dealing with. People who genuinely believe Trump can make 1,000 xenophobic comments, hire a white supremacist as his White House chief strategist, fail to condemn the actions of white supremacists, and yet somehow isn't a white supremacist himself. Samantha Bloom is your average American citizen. She takes her cues from the input she receives. And what kind of input does she get from the Republican Party? Well, they call Donald Trump unorthodox. They say he's new to politics, that he's on a learning curve. Politicians like Paul Ryan, Mitch McConnell, Steve King, and every other one of their ilk should have been out in front of Donald Trump, denouncing him before the election. Instead, they just wanted to win because winning is more important than what's right. To them, Heather Hare is nothing more than collateral damage. Sure, she's dead, but hey, maybe we'll be able to give multimillionaires a tax break, huh? 
Apathy and ignorance allowed a Nazi sympathizer to take the presidency in 2016. Will it allow the downward path toward violence and hatred to continue in 2018 or 2020? I don't know. And that scares me.